live from south of the border in Dillon, South Carolina. You never saw such a place. And brought to you by Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Handcrafted, purpose-built boots made with pride. Red Wing Shoes. I'm Delmon. And I'm Alicious. And this is EQ2 Talk. This is episode 69, and we are recording on August 31st, 2013. And Allie, why don't we still have theme music? I was playing armchair quarterback, and I got sacked. Let me ask you, were you deep in the red zone? Did you need to find a hole and explode up the middle? Were you afraid of getting nailed on your blind side? God. Was there penetration in your backfield, Allie? Okay, all right, all right. I got a whole list of these. I can keep going. No, no, that's quite enough. Okay. Uh, I think we have a little housekeeping. Housekeeping. So uh, how about this? Let's let's pound it up the middle for a quick six, shall we? Stop. We have a contest wiener. A wiener? Wiener, wiener, chicken dinner? Dinner? Dinner. We have a wiener. Okay. And uh, what contest is this for? This was the... What do we call this? The EQ2 Talk SWE Live Scavenger Hunt. Yes, where we invited uh, attendees at uh, SOE Live. To, and home edition players. And home edition players as well to uh, photograph uh, a list of items, list of things uh, that they saw at SOE Live this year. Right. And we awarded points for those. And we have the grand winner, the grand prize winner, Ellie. Uh, would you like to announce the grand prize winner? Sure. The winner is Chola from the Unrest server. And Chola is going to get one of those uh, very popular Nagafin hats. Those you, are really, really cool. You saw those, the, the red ones with the teeth and the... Yeah. They're very popular. Very popular. People were fighting over them in hallways, I saw. Uh, fighting? Was there fighting? Oh, oh. my goodness. It's, you know, those Planet Side players, they get a little riled up. <laughs> But yes, so congratulations to Chala. He did an excellent job. He managed to get all 10 things photographed. Yep. Including what I thought was going to be the most difficult one because time was winding down, Allie. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody finally got us a cocktail. Cocktail. Yes. Our wiener got us a cocktail. <laughs> Wonderful. And you yell at me for things like that. Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying. You, you are all... just saying, Allie. Yes, so... If folks want to take a look at our grand prize winner's photos, we're going to put those up on the Facebook over there. So if you go over to uh, facebook.com slash EQ2talk, there'll be an album with uh, all of Chawa's exciting photos that he took to uh, win the uh, EQ2talk SOE Live 2013 edition scavenger hunt. The wiener. You're not going to let that go, are you? No, I like saying wiener. Okay. Who, Who doesn't like saying wiener? Uh, I don't know, Ellie. Who doesn't like saying wiener? I don't know. All right. So I, I think we have an email. Do we Do we have we, an email wiener? We we do. Okay. Our email comes from Abby on the Freeport server. And Abby entitles his email, Antonica, Spacious Area for Rent. 
Allie and Dell, greetings and well met. So, I'm quite sure I remember your position on Insta85 era that the game is now progressing towards. But what I would like to know, what are your feelings on what SOE should now do with the vast content that will become even more trivial? For example, Antonica, if everyone starts at 85, why do we need level 10 moat rats around? Except to say, remember the day when you can get a flying mount. Do we need Griffin stations? Isn't it time for Holly Windstalker to stop being level 20 single arrow up that drops level 10 devout armlet and starts being a level 103 triple up heroic with a chance to drop a mythical? Maybe not change it all at once, but at least start. What do you think or how would you address it? As always, faithful listener, Abby, sent from my iPhone in far off Freeport. So, Del, what are your feelings about this uh, concept of Insta-85s roaming the lands and taking over the world and there being no level ones anymore? Well, I don't think that's going to happen. And, and, and before we go too much further, I, I first want to say it's fantastic that the city of Freeport has endorsed the iSolution <laughs> and is now supporting iPhone technology. It's great to hear that Logan uh, is on board. <laughs> Yes. With yes. Steve Jobs' creations. Yes. Um, I could see that. I could see that. Well, I'll say first, you know, why do we need uh, level 10 moat rats? Well, that's because when we have to go kill 10 level 10 moat rats, they need to exist, right? You can't have a game without moat rats. Every every MMO has to have rats to kill, and there, sure. there must be exactly 10 of them. <laughs> exactly 10. Um, no, actually, what there would be is 9 and then you have to wait for a respawn. <laughs> wait for a respawn. That is classic MMO. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Always need one more than actually spawns. But uh, I, I think this this idea that, you know, Instamax level, and we don't really even know what this Insta85 is really going to be. We haven't heard the specifics, the details. We've seen some interesting tweets about trying it and that they're still trying to figure out what it is. So, Well, let's be fair and say we know more now than we knew when Abby wrote this email. Uh, that is true. That is true. Uh, so we're not sure if everybody's going to have it or, or, or what, it's, what it's really going to be yet. Will there still be a population of players who want to start at level one? I, I think so. They might not be the majority, but I think if, you know, if, if Insta85 is available to everybody uh, unlimited style, there will still be a population of players who want to start at level one because they want to do that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But what I think what we're starting to see already, though, is a little bit about what Abby's asking about. What is going to happen to all this non-top-end content? And we've already started to see that a little bit where uh, we have now the fabled Clefts of Rujark, uh, which is the contested version of that zone redone over for uh, level 95s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the fabled Scornfeather Roost instance, same type of deal, redone over to accommodate max level tunes. We did see accidentally, and it was posted onto the forum, so that's why I'm aware of this. We did see the fabled Fountain of Life raid zone leak in accidentally. Mm. Uh, although uh, SOE was very quick to say, nothing to see here. <laughs> you know, and don't pay attention to that zone that you may have just noticed. It doesn't really exist. Uh, and, they, and they admitted it at SOE Live that they are working towards Kingdom of Sky next. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that these these fabled zones that we saw be created are all expansion number one, right? Mm-hmm. Now what they were talking about expansion number two. 
could I easily see us next having a fabled Sanctum of Scaleborn? Absolutely. Or a fabled uh, Palace of the Awakened? Sure. And, and, and those are two very popular contested zones that people played a lot in. So could I see them revamping those and re-itemizing them? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> um, what I was going to say is I, I think it's, seems fairly clear at this point that it's not going to be free to play and keep a level 85 insta level 85 right i don't know about that it's fuzzy but i think it sounds more likely that they're going to charge you for one that you can keep like you can try it you could try it but you can't have it that's how it's sounding to me. I, I, I could be totally barking up the wrong tree here, but it wouldn't make any sense to me to let people for free play a level 85 tune and keep it. That makes no sense. And, and you don't have to be a vet. You could simply start playing at level 85. It doesn't make much sense, but it also sounds like they're still working out all the details. Uh, that is definitely true. I think, you know, so I don't think anything is concrete yet. But what they did indicate many, many times, I think, over the course of SOE Live was this is not max level tuning. This is part of a win-back program, Mm -hmm. right? This is not necessarily to satisfy vets who are bored going one to max level. This Mm is – they're creating this to create a win-back program. That is what they're targeting at. So I think it would be kind of – if if I had to guess, and this is just Delmont's guess, I think it would be a little on the – cruel and unusual punishment side (laughs) to say welcome back returning player you know i know you've been away playing that other mmo or some other mmo or your mmo just shut down so come on back to us here's a little taste kid you know here's here's some insta level 85 play up at this top end you're going to start in dov we're going to give you armor we're going to give you a a flying mount no five-day waiting period on that sort of stuff and we've redone some of the quest lines to make it easier and smoother for you to get in and get up to speed oh and then by the way 30 days later you're locked out (laughs) now you got to pay us Mm -hmm. i don't know that doesn't sound like to me a win back that sounds like to me, the shady guy standing on the street corner, a thousand, you know, a thousand yards away from the public school, saying, "Hey, little kid, come here and have a little taste. I'll give you the first one for free." Right. So, how would that would that surprise you, though? I mean, I don't mean to be negative. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, here's a free app that's a game. Download this game mm-hmm. app thing that keeps you in touch or whatever the hell they say and really getting BS. Isn't that the same thing? Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, uh, maybe I'm looking through it as with my rose colored glasses, right? <laughs> you have any, uh, you know, m- maybe this is another example of the softer, kinder, gentler Delmon. I, I don't know. Oh, wow. Uh, I, yeah. I, I thought I, you- I thought you stepped on those rose-colored glasses. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Or I forget where I put them down. But, you know, I don't know. To me, that just seems a little aggressive, a little too well, corporation-sounding. I, I don't think they've actually worked it out. Yeah, and I, I don't either. But so to me, that's what it smells like. Could I be completely wrong? And you're, you'd be completely right. You're darn tootin'. 
I don't know. It just sounds to me very wow. That that would stink if they kind of did that. You know, here's all this stuff. Here's all this work. Come back, come back, player. Be a returning player. Oh, by the way, vets, you get nothing. Mm. And and then you know, thirty days, sixty days, night, whatever that magic number might be. Hours played. Oh, by the way, boom. Now you're back to free to play. Um, you don't have access to any of this. Well, again. what if they simply said after 30 days, you can keep it if you convert to subscription? I don't know. You, you, I don't know because I don't really know the numbers behind it. I guess, you know, that, and they do, right? They know how long people sure. play. They know how long a returning player sticks around, how much they invest in either a subscription model a free-to-play model with with purchases and those sorts of things. You know, I don't know. It's very hard for me, right, to put myself in those shoes because I am a gold subscriber. I pay my $15 a month. I'm going to continue to pay my $15 a month, not use Station Cash, of course, right? So I I don't know what the mindset of that type of player would be, so I think it's difficult for me to put myself in their shoes to say whether or not – whether or not they would continue to pay, right? Would they say, gee, I've been having a lot of fun with this level 85 who's now maybe 87, maybe he's 90, don't know, uh, and I want to stick with it, so now I'm willing to pony up real money and pay? I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, to me, I don't think so because I think there's too many other things on the, on the, other, on the horizon yeah. or too many other distractions for them to walk away. You might need to hook them with something else more than just, I'm going to take away your 85, I have a funny feeling that this Insta 85 business was a very last minute thing (laughs) that wasn't thought out. And they said, let's just announce it and we'll figure out the details later. Well, wouldn't you say, though, in general, uh, that is part of SOE's culture as a corporation? Yeah, I would say that. They seem to to do very well at announcing (laughs) things. Yes, Yes, let's announce this. And then we'll figure out the details later. Right. But we'll, we'll say it in the most vague terms possible. Right. Uh, although in this time, this time around, they didn't provide a lot of details. Sometimes in the past, they've provided a lot of details about uh, <laughs> ventures that they're doing that never really materialize. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's, it's part of their organizational culture to do things like that. In the, as a consumer, <laughs> I, say, I would have to say it's extremely frustrating because you hear these things. You're like, wow, I am on board with that, right? Yeah, and if you remember too, when she was giving her presentation, uh, when Stark was giving her presentation there during the keynote, yeah. and she said we're going to have level eighty fives. Yeah, the room was kind of like, well, because she said heroic characters, and it was so the the way it was phrased, it just was like, what are you even talking about? Uh, right, but it was like there was this like odd silence and then she kind of had to spur the crowd right. on a little bit to right. say like this yeah, is really can, cool and then everybody started right. applauding like why am i clapping but I they don't didn't know. know right because i really think the way it was phrased this whole idea of heroic characters i mean what does that mean we don't know what that means define that you know but if, if what you're saying is insta 85 then say that mm-hmm. yeah i agree I, you know, it just seems like um uh, I mean, if you want, uh, I don't know. I, that's why I think people were confused. They right. didn't know what they were hearing. But I'm, characters. What does that mean, heroic characters? I'm not surprised because they've they've announced things before without necessarily maybe having all the details, uh, and then sometimes they don't even come to fruition. I, I do think this is coming, right? I, I do think this is real. But again, much like EQN, 
Well, let, let's show and talk about it, but we really don't know how it works or what's going on yet. We, we, we're still fi- we have an engine, but we, we don't, don't know have if a game. we have any classes. Right, right, right. Uh, we don't know if we have any races. But we've we, given- we don't know if we're going to have zones. We don't know if we're going to have any of these things, but we have sound effects. Going back to heroic characters, we as EQ2 players know what heroic means, right? Right. So does that mean I'm getting a six-pack, uh, a red, a green, and four others? What is this heroic character business? And right. Am I going to spawn with three things, three up arrows over my head? Right. And it's going to say, uh, this, this content is challenging for you. Go get three of your other friends. Right. Uh, so, you know, we have the term heroic. We know what that means. That means I, need, I can't do it by myself or with a merc. So, what, you know, so to, to mix that term with this, I think – Helped lead well, to some was, of that confusion. It was confusing because we had no context whatsoever. Now, she had said several years ago, Smoke Jumper floated a crazy idea on the forums that people jumped on him for. But then, since then, we've heard a lot of positive feedback about it. And so we decided to do it. And what it is, is this. Then you would have had a reaction, but I don't think it would have been the reaction you wanted. Uh, I still would have applauded. Well, you, know, you would have been the only one. Really? You think in that yeah, whole room I of people, if, I was going to be the only one to stand up and applaud? Yeah, because you know what? Most people, I think, don't. I, I think if you spell it out like that, mm-hmm. here's what it is we're doing. I think if people thought about it, they would say, what? No. No. We have certainly spent many an hour discussing insta max level characters and you know at least for myself why i think they're a good thing and why i think people who uh reject the idea are frankly you're living in the past man you know you're, you're, why don't you're, we just you're... get rid of levels altogether well uh don't i wouldn't be surprised if eq next had no levels right I, you know what why not make eq2 that way no levels just get rid of the levels because people hate leveling Get rid of it and just have, like, you know, something that has no numbers. No numbers. Okay. Eight eight points, you know, blah, blah, blah. No. uh, Just get rid of all levels and be done with it. Okay. That's – I'm going to say that's a little crazy talk. What? It's not. So, basically, it's going to take the same amount of effort to kill that moat rat as it does to kill Nagafin because nobody has any levels. No. We're just this giant homogeneous. No, 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 no. Crazy no, society. you figure it out. You figure it out, you game designers who do this for a living. Figure out how to do something with no number levels. Okay. Uh, figure it out. There's Oh, they did it. They did it in other games. It's been done. It, it has been done. I think, though, that's a decision you make during design phase. Oh, please. We are so far past that. This game is so patchwork, Del. Oh, think about it. How many pieces okay if you were to start the game now right now yeah you were to start right now you you were the never played eq2 before and you're going to start with level one and you start leveling up and you're under one impression and then you get past a certain level and now you're under a different impression and that impression keeps changing every time you go through one of those changes where it's like it's like it's like looking at geology. Like you can see when there was an ice age, right? And glaciers and stuff, right? You can see that in EQ2. So are you saying right now we are above the KT barrier? Did the asteroid finally like wipe out all pre-level 50 content? <laughs> um and 
I'm going to use this term loosely, but I don't want to mean it in, in exact context. Look at the fiasco that the change to primary stats caused, right? Oh, God. And the pain that we are, to some degree at times, still living with with that. Yes, very much so. And you know what? Quite frankly, I quit paying attention anymore because I can't keep track. There's too much crap going on. They keep changing things. Ah. It, it, I, I stopped. If, I'm if, not even trying anymore. If that was the KT boundary and we are living post that, right? Yeah. All those dinosaurs are dead, Allie. They didn't make it. No. You want to hit the earth with another asteroid yeah, and right. say, blow up. We got no rid of levels. stats. Now let's blow up levels. Well, maybe give it a little time. Let, let the dust settle from the previous. Uh, I mean, it's been a while. It, it took 65 million years to get <laughs> In the grand scheme of, you know what I gotta? Oh, that's a side story I, I shouldn't go into. But in the grand scheme of things, it's it's like one L stop away. Okay, I, I guess that's I, sixty-five million years. You're really not. What what I'm envisioning though is if we were to abandon the level concept, mm-hmm. right? Norath, as we know it, EQ two turns into highly successful <laughs> EverQuest two. Because where everything is level agnostic, uh, it's it's mm-hmm. just agro no, housing comes to no, overland. No. no, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Can't we just have invisible levels? Make them invisible. You don't have a number. You just see green. You see the con of the mob. That's all. Okay. Okay. I don't see I don't see uh, mobs as numbers. I see them. I just see them. <laughs> like the matrix yes yeah, shiny happy mobs and people holding hands well whatever let's just move along because we're never gonna be able to hash this whole thing out this uh, whole no level thing no it's but a crazy I, idea but i think still i think that'll be the the way things go in the future no I, levels people hate it I, I agree for for future games yes I, I think unfortunately some games are have have uh that that horse has left the barn on them uh, but again, Abby's asking about why do we still need low-level content? There's always going to be folks who are going to start at level one, regardless, yeah. right? Regardless of whether you pay, don't pay, choose to, don't choose to, go to 85. Yeah, people right. will start at the beginning. If it's possible to start at the beginning, people will. If you're level 85, you just go to where you go when you're level 85. Do you, you think SOE cares? If you decide to skip over 85 levels... They don't care. They don't owe you 85 levels worth of content. You skipped it. I think it's very easy to recognize that at the moment, EQ2 is a top-heavy game. That's where the vast majority of the player base is. Right. So what what they're doing is they're revamping old content. Well, and they don't even have to do that. Because what's the most expensive thing for them? Zone work, art, and population, right? They take a zone like clefts. Is that the most expensive thing for them? I believe so. It's the most time-consuming. It's the most labor-intensive. They can take a zone like the Clefts of Rujark. Do you know this for a fact? (laughs) No, I don't know this for a fact. I haven't seen their their bottom line. But if you think about it, really, if you think about it, they don't. When they released Clefts of Rujark, the fabled Clefts of Rujark, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same mob pop, right? Mm -hmm. All they did just got a different number attached, right? They bumped the hit points up on it and they itemized it. They didn't have to invent the zone. They didn't have to do pathing. They didn't have to invent mob names or or scripts. Those are the same mobs doing the same thing, just harder, mm-hmm. with new loot tables on them. So it's relatively easy for them to take old content yeah, and okay. repurpose it. I they don't have that. to start at square one. So this is an ideal solution for them. For this, we have a top. We have a, a heavy. Uh, player base in our top end game let's mm-hmm. bring some of those old middle level zones well, I we guess, can 
repurpose them as top level zones and players will play them. I understand that, but my point, I guess, I, well, I don't really have a point, but what difference does it make? What does that have to do with Insta 85? It has nothing to do with Insta 85. His question was about what are we going to do with you know all these players who are now going to be 85? Why do we still need Antonica? Well, we well still- we've got all these people who are 85 plus already. Right. We've right. already got that. We don't we don't need to worry about what are we going to do with them because we already have that. And we're giving them more Problem. places to go. There's more things for them to, to to chew on. Right. So basically what you're saying is nothing changes with this Insta85 thing. We're just continuing on the path that we were on before. I, exactly. It's just going to make it even more top-heavy than it was before. Exactly. Exactly. So let's give them more top-heavy zones. That, that so it, it, in, in theory, we're giving you the option to be max level – for the most part. And, you know, you're really only going to learn anyway in the last 10 levels anyway. So why bother? Skip over the first 85 levels. And then now we can really focus our efforts on the top level anyway, which we're kind of already doing anyway. Kind of. Yes, you're making my point. I know. I'm I'm just saying that's what oh, you're saying. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Got it. And I think it would be foolish for them to go back to, to Antonica, right? Uh, and let's pick on Holly Windstalker here, the mob <laughs> he referenced, right? And yeah. make her suddenly like a level 103 mob <laughs> in, in a zone of, of level 20 knolls, right, right? Right, right? Who are all solo anyways. There's no more heroic content out there. And now you're going to stick this heroic mob out there who happens to see a level 20 who is going through and, and killing those knolls. Chases and, you to the zone line. Well, you probably won't get that far if you've got right, 80 level too damn slow. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I think it would be a poor decision to stick high-level mobs in low-level zones like that. Hell, bring out Nagy from his depths. Bring him out, make him break through, and, you know, quit your crying down there. Come on out. Come on out, see the light of day. Let's see what you got. Bring it, punk. So I think you'd end up wrecking the newbie experience if you were to do that. Oh, there's a newbie experience? Well, for newbies, they have an experience, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, they must. Everybody has an experience. Yeah, but it keeps changing. They keep changing everything. I don't know. Why we're so far from the newbie experience anymore, Adele? We are. I want to hear, hey, if there's any real newbies out there, like real ones, like you've never played EQ2 before, and you just started playing, and you have an experience... Of any kind, and you're wondering if it's going to change in five levels, or if you're enjoying yourself, or if you, whatever, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, I think we would. Yeah, I'd love to hear what the true noob is doing today. Is, yes. he, is he, when he gets low on hit points, sitting down still? <laughs> Hiding? Sitting down and waiting for his uh, knowledge book, to, knowledge open book? So, <laughs> to open up so he can read Gen Mana. Today's noob didn't play EQ1. He might have, although no. I, I think a lot of EQ1 players have already tried EQ2. Mm-hmm. Now, if they tried it at launch, it's very different today from what it was back then. I think today's noobs just turned 10 and have graduated from Minecraft. Okay. They're That's all... what I think. All right. I want to I hear from them. What's your newbie experience? What do you think? You think we're going to get any emails about that, Del? Uh, I, I hope so. I, I don't think so. we will. You know why? Because the ten-year-old's think... mom won't let him listen to our show because we swear sometimes. Uh, hey, Allie, I got a question for you though. Oh, what? Are you ready for oh, yes, absolutely. I'm totally ready. Are you ready? Are you ready, Del? 
I am absolutely ready to dominate this year's EQ2 Talk fantasy picks. The 2013-14 season. We have a new season of fantasy pickums for EQ2 Talk where we make predictions about things that might happen during the regular season football uh, in EQ2. And we give each other points based on those things happening or not happening. If that makes any sense to you guys. Uh, so we have some rules, right? Mm-hmm. We can't predict that items will be added to the station cash marketplace. That's uh, one of the basic rules that we set out because that would be just like shooting fish in a barrel. Exactly. To pick something that's obviously going to happen, like right. the servers are going to be patched at some point would be too <laughs> obvious. Right. Or that so many items will be added to the station cash marketplace in a given period of time. We don't care. Uh, we have given, we're going to give each other progressive point values from one to five with a total of 15 possible points. And we get to assign the point values to the other person's list. So my list of five things, Dell gets to assign the point value and his list of five things, I get to assign the point value. And then in the unlikely event that there is a uh, tie, the tiebreaker is uh, whose hometown team wins more games. And if you're not following who's who, Dell has the Patriots and Allie has the Bears. The Bears. So I think it's safe to say if our picks were to end in a tie, yes, we know who's going to be champion. Tim Tebow? Unfortunately, not anymore. No, I know. I think, though, before we go too far forward, we should take a quick look back and review who won last year, Allie. Uh, obviously, Dell won last year. Yes, yes. I am hoisting the uh, trophy. Do we, ha- we have a trophy, don't we? Uh, yeah. I'm hoisting it, whatever it is hoisting. right now, holding it above my head How in victory. How often you say that word? Hoist? That's Every true. time I have to lift the trophy over my head, <laughs> which in Dell's life isn't all that often. <laughs> So let's let's get down to our picks then. Let's let's start talking about our our one point pick, Allie. So, uh, what was your one point pick? My one point pick was that we will see a revamp of the broker system. Maybe not uh, quite as useful as it was described by Holly when we had her on the show the last time, but I believe the broker system will change in some significant way. Yeah, I agree with that, and that's why I rank that pretty low. I could see us seeing some changes to the broker system come into the game. Uh, It is one system, I think when we talked with her, that everybody uses on a very regular basis, and it is pretty much the same that it was at launch. There really isn't too much different with it other than it's a lot bigger and there's a lot more crap on it, frankly, that's selling for a copper out there. Oh, isn't that annoying? Uh, Especially when people aren't buying my one crap, my one One crap copper. (laughs) Yeah, I got that right. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah so I, I, I could see them redoing the, the broker system. So that's why I'm, I have pushed that down the stack and only awarded that one point if it does happen. Well, I think that seems fair. That seems fair. So um, on your list, the number, the one pointer is what, Del? Uh That the, uh, the EQ2 senior producer will release one and only one producer's letter. And I gave that a low point value because when going toe-to-toe with Windstalker in the past, um, you've won. Yeah, I think I, I have a little bit of a track record of predicting her 
her posts on the forums, and I did quite well with that one last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I can easily see one coming out that's going to talk about what's coming up in the expansion, and, and, and then that's it, radio silence. So uh, that's why I'm even going out on a limb that there will be one and only one between yeah. now and the end of the year. But I, I I still think that's shooting fish in a barrel a little bit, so that's why I gave that an, a one-pointer. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And uh, what was uh, your two-pointer, your safety? My my safety. Uh, there will be some change, nice and vague, to the mythical cloaks in POW. Some change. Don't know what. Something to do with the drop rate, the stats on one or more of them, converting to something else like a buff, maintain buff, uh, some other kind of a change to the mythical cloaks that I couldn't possibly predict. Some change. Uh, yeah, I wasn't real keen on how you worded this one, but I let it go. I said, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll let it go. We'll go onto the hood later at the end of the season and see how this one turns out. We did recently just see a change that they now drop 100%. Uh, these are the cloaks that drop off the General Tech U, uh event, at the, which is the last encounter in the Plane of War, which uh, was at one time uh, the top end zone, it, although we, our guild seems to still think it is, and we continue to go back there. <laughs> uh, and now that cloaks are dropping 100% of the time, we seem to be going back even more often, which is extremely exciting. Well, I think it's because some of the cloaks are really useful and uh, kind of necessary. At this right. Point. As, as far as I'm concerned, though, there's only one cloak that was necessary, and it has been awarded to the of Templar. Course. Of so, course. Yes, so the Templar right. is done, so he's happy and wouldn't mind never going to POW again. Mm. Uh, but you, you, you've, you've picked this very open-ended some change. Uh, we've seen a change with the drop rate already. Could I foresee them doing some type of epic repercussions type thing where you can take the effect off it and make it a buff? Yeah, I, I kind of could see them doing that because we, we do have that track record with the, with the epics, right? The epic weapons. So that's why I kind of rank this kind of low. I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, I don't want to bet against it. And I think they, they could easily do another, let's strip the buff off this item and put it on people's hot bars. So uh, your number two point value item is what? Uh, that our guild will kill each and every one of the avatars in the arenas of the gods. Or, or the are- arena. There's only one arena, right? <laughs> I don't know why I pluralized it, but I did. Uh, all right. So, yep, so there are nine spawnable plus the special Bristlebane avatar in there. We have already killed five of them, I believe. So we're about halfway there. And, of course, we've picked the, the low-hanging fruit, the easier ones, right? Uh, as we like to say, we hit the loot pinata on uh, on Tunair quite often when we can. So there's still five, and they're going to get a little bit more difficult. And you've got that slot machine result there on Bristlebane, whether or not he pops or he doesn't. Very random. Might happen, might not. I'm confident we can do it if we can just get enough traction in there. If we're not always going to plane of wow, plane of wow, <laughs> plane of pow to get more cloaks, mm-hmm. we need to be focusing on arenas of the gods. Plane of trash. It's plane not of plane tra- of trash anymore though, because we blow the monkey whistle or whatever the hell. That is true. It is the it, we we do ban uh, all the trash now. Oh, uh, I guess it's are, a boar whistle. It's not a monkey whistle. Uh, close enough. It's all the same, right? <laughs> uh, we do get rid of all the trash, which you know uh, certainly I'm happy with. Because of course you are happy, Dell. Dell was never well, of trash. I gave this two points because, quite frankly, it's more realistic than the other ones that you had on your list. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, and really, not that I have a huge amount of faith that we're going to get the remaining five, including Bristledane, but um, I think it's more likely that we'll do that than any of the other things on your list. Okay. I mean, last last season, I did say that we were going to take out Raylo Zek. I yeah. gave that quite a high point value, if I recall. Right. And we didn't even come close. No, no. We we, I, I totally swung and missed on that one. We We took almost a whole, I don't know how many more months we took probably to three or four maybe oh, maybe as many as five oh, more than that yeah half the year i would say you may yeah, be right I would say at least half yeah the so year. i totally botched that one i put a lot of faith in our guild and they, Del, they clearly let me down you didn't swing in a mess that's the wrong sport oh i'm sorry i fumbled i guess I ran, <laughs> I, I ran out of the back of the end zone on that one i pulled a geno smith wouldn't it be just incomplete yeah maybe all right okay Moving on. Moving on. So uh, your uh, your three-pointer, your field goal attempt. My field goal attempt is Dungeon Finder 2.0 will be a bust. That pains me. You know how much I like Dungeon Finder. I know. And how much I, I'm looking forward to DF 2.0. Um, I do, and I really hope it's good. You know, really, really. I really do. Um, I just think it's more likely that it will not be. And I don't think it's because of any failure on SOE's part to make it quality. I I think they will try. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like, you know, we've had this conversation before um, where if you kind of, if you don't get it right the first time, you've lost half your audience or more. Uh, now, I think there are certain people and like the dedicated few who will be looking, you know, and maybe word of mouth will do something. But I really think, you know, the horse has left the barn a little bit. Maybe they won't have as much, you know, as many people trying it out because of the failure the last time around. You know, you can't have people sitting in queue for half an hour. Right, right. And like you said, you, you really only have sometimes in the MMO space one chance uh, one chance to make a good impression. Mm-hmm. And Dungeon Finder uh, did not make a good first impression. And then when it got tweaked, it actually made a worse impression, I think. Well, and the other thing is they have a really bad way of launching things. I mean, if you... If you make a change, make a big... If, if it's awesome, then make a big deal out of it. Change the damn name. Change the window. Change the skin. Change... Everything about the way it looks. Change everything about the way it sounds, about the way people talk about it, about how you get into it, about, you know, the hotkey, everything. Make it a completely different thing because, you know, if you make it the same thing and it's just, well, it's better now, really, trust me. Um, Yeah, that's not enough to make me press the button. Sorry. I'm just, I'm not gonna because it's easier to get a group and level chat. Okay. So uh, this was one right in the middle. So this will be an interesting one. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I, on the other hand, I'm hoping you don't score on that one because I do want Dungeon Finder. I know you do. And we have to give it a a value, but we'll get to that in a minute. So what is your number three? My number three is Dungeon Finder 2.0 will be a huge success, Allie. (laughs) And I I just want to point out to people that uh, we actually came up with those on our own. They were completely on our lists, independent of talking independent to each other. Independent of each other, yeah. Yep. So what we did was we actually put them right smack dab in the middle because they are so uh, opposed to each other. Uh, you saying a bust and Delmon going with the huge success. Not just a success, Allie. I went with huge success. I did notice that. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'll do everything in my powers to see that it is a success because it is worth three points. Uh, <laughs> if I have to get in it and, and, and make a million free-to-play accounts and stick them in, I'll do that. Are you going to uh, put links on your Facebook and say, click this? I might. Click this I, to I, save a puppy. Absolutely. Yes, yes, maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, I think this has a lot of potential. I believed in it the first time. And we were promised during the keynote at SOE Live, we're going to get it right this time. And and I do believe her. I want to believe her. I do believe her. So I think it's going to be a success. I, I, I don't think they're going to they're gonna manage to snatch defeat from victory here. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to get it right. I think they're going to go back. They're going to look at all the things that they did wrong, why it failed in that, and do everything in their powers to reinvent it and get it right because I don't think they can afford another another fumble on this one. So they're not going to choke at uh, fourth and two. No, they are gonna they're gonna get a first down on this one and keep. Okay. They are gonna move the chains, Allie. <laughs> keep the chains moving. Mm. Well, let's talk about. Um, we have to talk about how we are going to determine the winner on that one. Yes, uh, because we that's such a vague thing. Huge success, a bust. So what we came up with was to meet Allie's criteria of it being a bust. The test will be Delmon. Actually, will be the test. Uh, you're going to be the guinea pig, if you will, mm-hmm. on this one. Uh, being a healer, one would think it would be easy for you to get a group in Dungeon Finder. Yes. So we're going to use Delmon as our litmus test. And a, the test will be if Delmon has to wait longer than 20 minutes during primetime hours for a group at the end of the season, then it will be considered a bust and Alley wins. Right. On the other hand, uh, in order for Delmon to win, uh, if Delmon ha- can get a group in before five minutes expires during primetime hours at the end of the season, then we would consider Dungeon Finder a huge success. Right? Right, right. And if it's in the middle, it'll be a push and nobody wins. Correct. Neither one of us will get points for that. Right. So I, I'm really, this one is really interesting because this is, our, I think, our very first one where we are literally going head-to-head. Literally. Literally. <laughs> All right. So what was number four for you? What was your, your – I don't know how you score four points in football, but we're awarding four points anyways. Right. So what's your four-pointer? My four-pointer is uh, that green adornments will somehow be simplified to level based on only one thing. In other words – you know, you know how your green adornments level based on whether you gain adventure XP or whether you do damage or whether you heal or whether you cast spells or whatever. Right. It'll, they'll simplify it to make it only one thing. Whatever and that one thing is. Whatever that one thing is. All green adorns will go up the same way. Yeah, I, I, I could see them doing that, but I got to be honest, I just don't see them doing it. I, I think you're right. You know, because they've already got this green adornment system in place. And we right. know they are. And, and what I am worried about is they are revamping other adornments. Mm-hmm. And we've got these purple adorns coming and all yeah, that. Yeah, that was kind of my thinking is the green adornments are a little weird, a little wacky. And there's so many different ways to level it. And you can't see it on the actual examine window. You have to, like, tooltip it. Right. To uh, see what it what it levels based off of. So... Uh, and there's so many different ways to level a green adornment. It just seems like an easy target to to simplify the 
loot maker 6000 or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just looking at it as there are bigger fish in the ocean to chase. Oh, sure. You know, and while that that could be done, I just don't see them focusing on that now yeah. when they've got so many other things that they've already committed to. Right. I, I think uh, I think that's a good a good observation. What's your four pointer, Dell? All right, I I went out on a limb here and I went with a very very specific thing. There's not a lot of wiggle room. There's no uh, some changes, big changes. This is very black and white. And my four pointer is uh, EQ Landmark EQ Next Landmark will launch on November twelfth, twenty thirteen. That is extremely specific. It is. So uh, why did you pick that date? Originally, I said, well, things like this always launch on a Tuesday. Right. And they're not going to want to launch it during the month of December, too close to the holiday season. Hmm. And in the past, uh, the EQ2 and, and formerly before that EQ1 seemed to get on this this November kick for a while, right? They yeah. really liked November. Uh, so I'm looking at November and I'm like, okay, it's got to be a Tuesday. Well, let's give them the second Tuesday of the month because if you go much later than that, you're going to start running into the U.S. Thanksgiving Day holiday. Mm-hmm. So I picked the second Tuesday. And then when I looked at that date, I said, holy cow, look at this date. It's November 12th. What's November 12th? It's 11 12 13. Wow, Dell. It blew my mind, Allie. My mind is still blown about that. I'll be honest. Blew my mind right out the back of my head. So I, that day just sounded so interesting, right? I mean, didn't Planet Side, you know, have a big oh, day as yeah, well? And did. I did. 11, 11, 12, 13. What was, what was Planet Side's number? Was it like a, a 11, 11, 11 or something? Was it? I don't even remember, but I thought it was like a big day. Maybe it was 11, 12, 12. No, it was 12, 12, 12. Was it? I might have been 12, 12, 12. Oh, I don't know. Somebody tell us what it was because, you know. we don't. I don't play PlanetSide, so I don't know what day it launched. I, I can tell you the day EQ2 launched. I can't tell you the day PlanetSide launched. But yeah. I just thought 11, 12, 13. Man, that, that's you can, cool. You yeah. can put that on a T-shirt, Allie. They, maybe they don't. Well, landmark is closer. Yeah, landmark. Yeah. Right. So uh, I, I I like that day. It's a really interesting number. So I could see them absolutely doing. Oh, and you could do the whole seven eight nine joke on the front of the you, T-shirt. You could absolutely <laughs> because you know that's really your target market anyway. The the ten year old boy right. Minecraft Minecrafting boy. Yeah. Right. Because seven eight nine is funny. It is funny. All right. So that was my four pointer. Uh, Allie, what is your fifth and final pointer? My five pointer is actually uh, a regurge from last year. I liked it so much. I wanted to add it back this year. And it is that Reforged stats will show on the in-game examine window, a la EQ2U. Not going to happen. I said it last year, not going to happen. And for the same reason, green adorns aren't going to happen. This ain't going to happen either. It's very sad. I think it's something that should be done. Don't don't get me wrong there. I, I think it should be done. I think it would be a fantastic uh, addition and enhancement to the game, but I just don't see them doing it right now. And just to clarify, what I mean by that is in-game when you reforge something, you currently can't see at one glance what is reforged on that item. Whereas on EQ2U, you can look at an item and it will show what it used to be and it'll have a line through it and it'll say what it is now. And then it will show you in a different color, what new item uh, rather stat you've added via reforge. Whereas now in the game, you have to mouse over and 
right click and examine and then mouse over that and figure out which one's which. It's very unclear. Very unclear. Yeah, I agree. It would be a fantastic addition. I just don't see it happening. So that's why I'm going to put it at a five pointer because I know it ain't coming. Okay, so your five-pointer, Dell, is what? My five-pointer is that Delmon will have a level 95 Chandler and Allie will not. Well, this one was easy for me to give a point value to because I have some control over the outcome. You absolutely do. Uh, Whether or not you have a level 95 Chandler, I can ensure... That I that I prevent you, I block you from getting that five points if I have a level 95 channeler. You, you absolutely can take a knee and run the clock out on me right. on this one. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I knew that going into it. But I think this, this might make me sound like a total jerky. Oh. So little faith that you will. <laughs> oh. That's why I'm so confident that I'm going to score five points here and dominate well, it. Well, here's the thing, Dell. I don't have to actually need to learn how to play the channeler this is true i simply have to get to level 95 this is true but i can see the it'll be week 17 of the (laughs) nfl season yes and i'm gonna say oh by the way how's that channeler coming and you're gonna say i'm level 85 yeah exactly i started yesterday (laughs) i started yesterday i plunked down my 35 dollars or whatever the price might be Mm -hmm. and i have level 85 but it's not 95 yet so I, I, Maybe. I it, make, it makes me sound like a jerky, but I have that much faith in you that you that you will absolutely drop this ball on the one yard line, oh, and I will oh, score. Oh. I will pick it up and score with it. Well, hold on a second here. Mm-hmm. I think we need a caveat here. Okay. What if this whole Chandler thing doesn't come to fruition before uh, the uh, season ends? Uh, listen, Chandler is coming with the expansion. The expansion is coming before. Well, what if? change it what if there's sometimes changes what if then we go back to what the statement is it says delmon will have a level 95 chandler if he doesn't have a level 95 chandler okay, all right, he can't you get lose. the point okay right. all right okay all right it's, okay it's cut and dry black and white right here fair. okay okay black and white we're gonna go that way that's fine it's right here in the eq2 talk fantasy pickums rule book <laughs> black and white the rule book <laughs> which is like written on the back of a cocktail napkin uh, yeah Okay, so there are our uh, five picks for each of us. Yep. And we're going to review this again after the fantasy football season and, uh, and declare me the winner, of course. And we, we actually might have little updates along the way if there are any um, breaking news stories to be had. Mm-hmm. If there's been any changes or developments. Yes, I do believe uh, we did that last year, didn't we? Breaking yes, we news. did. And last year we invited uh, folks to send in their five picks, what they think is going to happen. And then we enjoyed reading those as well. Uh, and I think this year along, uh, to play along at home, if you'd like, if uh, when we were out at SOE Live, we ran these by some of the bookmakers out there. <laughs> and the spread on this year's uh, EQ2 Talk Fantasy Pick'ems, uh, the spread is Delmon is a one and a half point favorite right now. So if you want to bet the spread or you can bet the over-under on the, on the game this year. And the, the over-under is 19 and a half points. So if, you, if you're working on your own home edition and you're coming up with your own list, why don't you also uh, bet the spread and bet the over-under and let's see who's going to win this year. I'm highly confident that, uh, Ali, my arms will be tired at the end of this season. Uh-huh. Why? Because I'll be so used to hoisting trophies over my head again. Oh, I thought it would be because you're tired from patting yourself on the back. 
Uh, no, my arms are very strong from doing that because I'm always doing that all the time. <laughs> I only get to hoist the trophy once a year. I see. So uh, if you had to choose, what would you pick? Would you pick the spread or the over-under? I'm definitely betting the spread. Absolutely. I'm actually thinking – I won't go so far as to say this out loud, but I am thinking I might actually pitch a shutout this year. Oh, my goodness. You I, just did say that out loud. I know. And I, could, I could see that happening. I am definitely taking. I'm taking. How are uh, you pitching? That's baseball. I'm, I'm all right. I'm sorry. I'm running up the score on you, Allie. Running up the score. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to run up the score on you, and I'm definitely taking the over in this. Absolutely. Uh, you can't have both. You can only take one or the other. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'll, I'll take the spread because I know I'm going to win. All right. Well, I'm taking the over under. Okay. And, what, are you, I, and I was going to go with the under. You're going to bet the under. I okay. am because I don't think either one of us is going to do jack. <laughs> all right. To be uh, honest. Um, I might have the three pointer on you. We'll see about that. Honestly, I think okay. that's the the only one, and uh, the whole channeler thing. Okay, could be in my favor. So I could totally win. I could shut you out. Del. You you could you could I that one that, you could that, be out like the cat in the Flintstones at the end. Yeah, doesn't he jump back through the window and throw Fred uh, out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good call there on that analogy, Allie. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You'll be the Fred. You'll be uh, Fred. Now I'm Fred. Fred oh, okay. out there with the cat food. All right. So the, the, uh, through the whole thing, it's the courtesy of my two feet. And now you're throwing me out. All right. Uh, I see how this goes. So uh, we're going to re- reconvene this uh, right after the new year when, when the football season comes to an end and we crown uh, the okay. champion. So just so we're all on the same page here, the season, quote unquote, for our fantasy pickups is August 31, 2013 to December 29th, 2013. Which is the last Sunday of the NFL season, yes. Not in regular season. We don't include playoffs. Right. Playoffs don't count. All right. So let's uh, talk about uh, Are You Smarter Than a Delmon, I think. I think we need to. Okay. Yes. And as a matter of fact, in keeping with the football theme we have a football-inspired Are You Smarter Than a Delmon? So we only have one one choice, and therefore it's not really a choice. Okay. It's forced upon you, Del. All right. I'm gonna, I, I want the ball then. I'm gonna, well, good. I'm going to take good. the kickoff. It's, it's going to go to you. Okay. So how many teams are there in the NFL, Del? This is not your question, by the way. This there is are, you, Oh, you're just testing me? There are 32 teams. Okay, good. Very good. So of those, here's your question. Name some number that do not have a parallel in game and you have to choose normal or challenge. I should have asked you that first. Normal mode is okay. Of the 32 teams in the NFL name 10 that do not have a parallel entity in EQ2. Okay. In the EQ2 universe. Okay. okay. So there's like, if I was to say the new England Patriots, there are no, Patriots in game. Is that one of your choices? I'm going to say that, yes. Okay. I you, don't... you just need to name them. You okay. don't need to give an explanation. You just need to name them. Okay, I'm going to say... I'm not going to torture you. I'm going to say... Uh, and how many of these do I have to give 10? You have to give 10 for normal mode, yes. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say there are no Patriots. Mm-hmm. There are no Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are Ravens. I don't want to know what there are. Okay. I want to know that there are not. Okay, there are no Packers. Mm-hmm. There are no Dolphins. Mm-hmm. There are no Redskins. Mm-hmm. You're halfway there, Del. There are Panthers, I think. Um, there are Bears. 
There are raiders. You get to tell me what there are. <laughs> That's really awesome. I, I'm not sure where to put Seahawks at the moment. I'll have to come Skip back. Them. I'll have to come back to Seahawks. You've got plenty of options. You only need ten. There are no 49ers. <laughs> that was good. There are no Cardinals. There are Chiefs. Or chefs. Um, are you making a list? You're not making a list. There are no Jets. There are Giants. There are Lions. There are no Texans. And there are no Cowboys. There are no Saints. Oh, you just hit 10. There are no Jaguars either. That is false. You actually just hit 10. There are Jaguars in-game? Yeah, there's Jaguars. There's a Jaguar, and it's the totem of the Jaguar. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of mobs, but you're right. You're right. There's Right. I did not specify mob. That's correct. There are are those other things. So you got Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Texans, Cowboys, Redskins, Packers, Saints, and 49ers. You did not mention the Steelers. Which I can understand why. You did not mention the Vikings and you did not you did mention the Seahawks, but you weren't sure what to do with them. Right. I would put them now in the category that there's nothing in there like them, yeah. Correct. Uh Cardinals, on the other hand, there technically is one Cardinal. And that is a an item out of Protector's Realm. It's a level seventy eight plate healer boots. Called Cardinals Tonlets. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, again, I, I'll say I was I was specifically thinking of mobs. Although when I said there are there are raiders or there uh-huh. are no raiders, uh, although there are mobs that are that have the title raider in their in their name. There are plenty of raiders, and uh, you're a raider technically. So yes. yeah. Um, but I'm surprised you didn't go with the Browns, and I actually was going to fudge that one and and say brownies count. Okay. All right. Sure. I was trying to run down the various conferences, and then I started moving around the U.S. map trying to find where all they are. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't uh, pull out any eagles either, uh, but that's probably because there are so many eagles in the game, particularly the ranger mythical weapon. Eagles Talon, yeah. Yes, yes. Interesting. I avoided both teams from the state of Pits- uh, Pennsylvania. The state of Pittsburgh. I almost said the state of Pittsburgh. I corrected myself, though. Very I good. It there, I caught Very it. Good. Very good. Uh, and you know what? I, now that I'm looking at the list, too, uh, I'm surprised that there are no dolphins in game. I actually had to look that one up, and I had to double check. There are no dolphins in game, and I gave a lot of wiggle room. There was quite a lot. Like for example, the Indianapolis Colts. There is one in the game. Oh, what? What is the one Colt in game? It is. Well, there might be two. Okay. But technically, there's only one. And that is an NPC involved with Irelisi Day. That's Colt Longpier. But there might be another one in the uh, Shard of Fear, that little horsey, the baby horsey that you I think he's a foal, technically. Okay, so, yeah, I was thinking, you know, somehow Wiki didn't pick it up. But in any case, there is an NPC named Colt. Okay, very cool. That That was interesting. Yeah. Um, some of them were very easy, right? I, although I'll have to say towards the end there, Cowboys yeah. and Saints. Yeah. I, I was getting a little wishy-washy there, but yeah. definitely like Texans or Jets. Right. 
Uh, that's pretty easy. 49ers, kind of a no-brainer. 49ers. Although when I said that, I was like, well, there are minors out in Zach, but it's not minor 49ers. It's just right. 49ers. Yeah, yeah. So what about like Broncos? There's nothing necessarily that I would think is Bronco per se, but we do have mounts. I mean, could you argue that a Bronco is nothing more than a mount? Well, you can't because it's got to be by the name. Okay, so. very good. Very there good. is a quest called Beastie Bronco. All right. I, I don't remember that quest, but... Uh, I don't right. either. But if you had said Bronco, I would have said no. No. All right. Well, good. Well, it's a good thing I didn't... Uh, you actually won. This. Yeah. You actually won. Now, you could have gotten two more, so you could have conceivably won challenge mode as well. Uh, definitely, I thought the Raven was going to be a trip up to there for a moment, but then I immediately thought of Loping Plains. Uh, there's a Raven over there. By the There Loping. is, but... Um... Is it called a raven? I think it's a crow. But there is something called Raven's Roost. That's right. Yeah. And isn't there a raven that we followed like during one of the Beast Lord prelude events or something? Quoth the raven. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Very good. Yeah. That was a a good one. I like that. And I had to uh, really stretch my NFL there. Uh, Good. I'm glad. You didn't have any problem with the New York Giants, though. <laughs> no, no, and I well, I'm well aware that there are there are ten thousand less giants in the world of Norath now. <laughs> you didn't have a problem with lions or bears either, I've noticed. Uh, no, because I'm I've been hunting bears for highly successful dungeon oh, spawners. Right. Yes, 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 yes. And lions, they're all over the place. Exactly. So, all right then, Allie, do we have anything else then for this? Let's say it one more time, shall we? The 69th episode of EQ2 Talk. Uh, No, I think that pretty well wraps it up. All right, then. So let's say a big thank you to our corporate sponsor, uh, the Red Wing Shoe Company. Uh, Allie, uh, work is our work for them. Uh, You can check them out there over at redwingshoes.com, where you can learn about their handcrafted, purpose-built boots made with pride. And, Allie, if you're not aware, it is time to reboot. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Okay. <laughs> I know how important shoes are to you. Shoes are very important to me, Dell, especially the Red Wing variety. The Red Wing shoe, yes. <laughs> yes. The steel toe variety. Good for shin kicking. <laughs> if you'd like to reach us, you can email us. I'm at Allie at EQ2Talk.com. I'm Delmont at EQ2Talk.com, but please, if you're going to kick shins, you can kick alleys. <laughs> you can reach us in game as well. I'm EQ2.unrest.alicious, A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S. And I'm EQ2.unrest.delmont, D-E-L-L-M-O-N. You can join our in-game chat channel, which is EQ2.unrest.eq2talk. You can also check us out there over on the Facebook where we are, facebook.com. Or follow us on Twitter at EQ2Talk. Hope you'll all consider coming back and joining us for episode number 70. And say, find your tight end out in the flat, Allie. (laughs) Find your tight end out in a flat, Allie. What does that mean? You didn't say you're always a wiener. No, I didn't. I because I know you want to use wiener later. <laughs> and Allie, right? Allie, <laughs> Allie doesn't write.
Wiener, wiener, chicken dinner. <laughs> chicken dinner. No, chicken dinner. Can't even get the joke right. Let me start over again. There's a shadow. Well, I could have gone with that or penetration in the backfield. <laughs> <laughs>